There is a saying from the Friedrich Rebbe in the name of his father, the Rebbe Rashab, that Parshas Bereshas are frail chesedra. It's a happy Parsha. Hashem is creating the world with everything inside of it. Although the end is not so pleasant, people are starting to act in corrupt ways. Hashem is considering destroying the world. Parshas Noyach, on the other hand, is much more gloomy. Hashem is destroying the world. We have the Mabal, although the end of the Parsha, Avram Avinu is born a much more happier part of the Parsha. Finally, Parshas Lech Lecha, this is the true joyous and happy Parsha where every single day we're living with Avram Avinu. The Rebbe in the Sikh is going to explain the significance of the fact that Avram Avinu comes on the scene and why the birth of Avram Avinu is still in the end of Parshas Noyach and the real happy Parsha is only Parshas Lech Lecha. The Rebbe explains, with Avram Avinu starts the preparations for Matan Torah. Matan Torah, as we know, is about the connection between the upper realms and the lower realms. So Parshas Bereshis is more about Hashem creating a world. Parshas Noyach is already more about the world itself, the Tachtoinim, starting to be elevated, starting to have some sort of connection. This is the Avoid of Noyach. There's the Mabel that's cleansing the world. So it's more about Tachtoinim as opposed to Bereshis, which is more about the Elyonim, Hashem creating the world. And finally, in Parshas Lech Lecha, we start the connection between the Elyonim and Tachtoinim, which is going to be a preparation for Matan Torah. The Rebbe says, in order to understand this, the Rebbe has a look at the difference between three great tzaddikim in their attitude towards the Rishoyim. We know there's Noyach, there's Avram Avinu, and there's Moshe Rabbeinu. Noyach doesn't daven for the Rishoyim. Avram Avinu in the story of Sdoim asks Hashem to save Sdoim, but in the merit of the tzaddikim. In other words, it's not for the Rishoyim themselves, he's asking the Rishoyim to be saved, but only in the merit of the tzaddikim. Moshe Rabbeinu in the story of Chet Egel is davening for the Rishoyim themselves. The Rebbe explains that this is all to do with the fact that Noyach is the time that's even before the Hachana, the preparation for Matan Torah. Avram Avinu is already the preparing for Matan Torah, whereas Moshe Rabbeinu is already Matan Torah itself. And therefore, in the times of Noyach, where there's no connection really between the Elyonim, the upper and the lower, therefore he doesn't even daven for these people that became so, so, so corrupt. Avram Avinu is already starting the preparation between the Elyonim and Tachtoinim. He could daven even for people that are very lowly, but it's only going to be in the schus of those that are upper, those that are higher, in the schus of the tzaddikim. It's only in the time of Matan Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu is able to daven even for those Rishoyim themselves, as will be explained. In order to understand this, the Rebbe gives a marshal of a Rav teaching and learning with his Talmud. And there could be three stages, three ways. The first way is the Rav is only explaining a certain concept, a certain matter of intellect to his Talmud, but he's not really teaching him how to learn. He's not giving him the methodologies of how to be able to learn and understand on his own. Now obviously there's a certain advantage over here because whatever the Talmud will be able to understand is going to be nothing in comparison to what the Rav, the teacher, could give him. Now we have another way where the Rav is teaching the Talmud how to learn, how to understand on his own. Of course, there's the advantage over here that he'll be able to really get things on his own, even if they won't be as great as what the teacher would have given him. And then we have stage number three, or the third way is where the Rav works with the Talmud to the extent where the Talmud is becoming just like the Rav himself. And now he could come up with as great ideas as the Rav as well, as the teacher himself. Says the Rebbe, this would represent the three periods of the Parshish of Bereshis, pre-Mabul, the Parsha of Noyach, and the Parsha of Lech Lecha. Before the Mabul and Parshish Bereshis, everything is coming just from above. So that even a tzaddik like Chanoich was mainly coming because of all of the revelations, the great things being given from Hashem. And if it wouldn't be shining as strong, 
Chanoich wouldn't have been able to manage to remain the same tzaddik. This is more like that first level of the Rav just giving to the Talmud. Then we come to the stage of Noyach. This is going to be more from the world itself. So, Noyach is a tzaddik, first of all, in a place, in a time, even at people as lowly as the people of the Doira Mabul. And the Mabul, it's, and, and yet he remains a tzaddik. The Mabul itself is also coming to cleanse the world. So it's all about the Tachtin, it's about the Mata, the lowly world. But it's limited. It's only going to be in accordance to what the world could actually manage on its own. And therefore, even Noyach himself doesn't go beyond Seichel. Noyach himself doesn't reach a level of godliness that's beyond logic. We say that Noyach was Mektaneyemunah. He didn't have so much belief and so much faith. In other words, because this is more like the Rav in the second way, where, yes, he helped the Talmud to achieve and to come up with ideas, but it's going to be nothing in comparison to what the Rav was able to give him if it was just coming from the teacher. By Avram Avinu, we have the two ideas coming together, the two qualities coming together. On the one hand, Avram Avinu comes to his recognition of Hashem from proof, from various different things from within the world, but at the same time, he has an amunah that goes completely beyond Seichel. He never questions Hashem's ways. This is going to be more similar than the Talmud itself is becoming elevated to be like the Rav. But however, says the Rebbe, even Avram Avinu is still only a preparation for Matan Torah. Because even this third way of Hashpah is going to be still to a Talmud that could understand something on his own. That means he's still not, we're not, still not speaking about someone that's so completely lowly that doesn't even have any Seichel. Another point, says the Rebbe, the Rav is connecting with the Talmud, the Elyon is connecting with the Tachtim, but only with that aspect of the Talmud that was already elevated to be able to come close to the Rav, but not with the Seichel of the Talmud itself as it's standing on its own before any connection to the Rav. Says the Rebbe, this is the Chiddush of Matan Torah. You're taking such things that are so lowly, that have absolutely no connection to Elikus at all, and at the same time, Elikus is connecting with the Tachtin, with this lowliest thing, and as it is on its own. And of course, that's only with the power of Atzmus, of the essence of Hashem, which is revealed by Matan Torah. Says the Rebbe, all of these different stages also exist nowadays in our Avoidah. So, like the time before the Mabel, where it's mainly just coming from the spirituality from above, you can have a situation where a person is mainly serving Hashem just from his neshama, not so interested in how much it's impacting his body and the world around him. We then have a situation where, yes, we are getting involved in the lowly world. This is more like Noyach's time, which is dealing with the world. But there isn't sort of that attitude of really putting oneself out and having Mesiras Nefesh to fulfill the Kavana that the world should really become a place for Hashem, the only thing you're doing it as much as it's relevant to fulfill your task. You have to do your job, but you're not really interested in the Tachtoin for the Tachtoin itself. Or the Rebbe gives an example. You might be trying to bring someone close to Torah and Mitzvahs, but it's only as far as your fulfillment of your task, of of telling off another person how he should be, be behaving. But you don't, you're not really focused on the idea that he himself, that person, should actually become close to Hashem. This would be more similar to Noyach, where he's telling off a generation and telling them to, 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 what to do, but it's only because Hashem told him to do so. But if that's not going to help, then he doesn't even daven for them, because he wasn't out for them themselves. Now we come to the next stage, similar to the time of Hachanah from Matan Torah, like Avraham Avinu, where there is already a felt a connection between the Elyonim and Tachtoinim. Avraham Avinu is trying with Mesiras Nefesh that the world should be coming a place closer to Hashem. And, and certainly when a person is acting in this way, trying to elevate the world, certainly trying to be Mekar of another Yitta Torah and Mitzvahs. 
But it might still be in a way that you're, although of course you want to help the other person and bring him closer, but it's only a person that you feel could become closer to Hashem. It's only if he will become closer to Hashem. So this might be more like Avraham Avinu. Yes, he's being Makar of all the people. He's even davening for them. But it's only in the merit of the tzaddikim. That means if there's some level of purification in these people, then I'm going to bring them closer. Finally, says the Rebbe, we have a situation which is going to be more like the Moshe Rabbeinu way, and in our avoid this would be loving another person with an essential love, completely beyond any sort of calculations, even if you don't find any qualities in the other person. You're not even thinking that I might be able to be a Makariv. This is the ultimate chibur, the connection between al and Tachtoinim. You're seeing the Tachtoin as he is, in his lowest state, and connecting with him in that way. This would be like Moshe Rabbeinu being Moshe Nefesh, even for those people that serve the eagle. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand why the main hachana from Matan Torah starts with Lech Lecha, not even with Avram's birth before Lech Lecha. Because in order to make the, 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 the world should be a real dira, to real, to, one, uh, uh, for Hashem, you need to go out of your own Matthias, out of your own existence. Forget about yourself a little bit. Just like when you try to be poiled, you try to impact another person, you're going to be more successful if the person feels that you're really out to help him, not only that I'm just doing my job and being him a kariv. Says that, but that's the idea of lech lecha. Lech lecha is the message of going out of your mitzvahs, and it's the only way, the way you're going to be able to really connect and bring the other person in. And connect with the other person with a true ava. Says that, but now we can also understand why lech lecha is called the real frey We know there's a concept called simcha poirids, get that breaks all barriers. It's only in Pasha's Lech Lecha, when we actually have that final Achana for Matan Torah, where we're going to completely break all the barriers between the Elyon and the Tachtoin. That's why this is called a real Frey Lechavoch.